<laughs> Alright, ito bro. Pag-usapan natin basketball. Oh. Pag, uh, ito na, finalize na yung coach natin. And of course, we'll try to connect that later on to the issue of Philippine media. Because I think the business model usually is kikita ka ng malaki sa entertainment and then yun ang gagamitin mo to fund the news industry, which is very expensive to run. And with the unfortunate case of XCN and Philippines, I mean, na, nawala bigla yung buong website and all of that. Like, website my... and page, lahat ng mga videos. God, they were like, so... Guys, this is a little bit emotional issue because as, as someone who comes from the media, as someone who guested on CNN Philippines a lot, I have great friends there. I'm a big fan of people like uh, Rico Hizon, best host in 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 the in Asia. All right. Um, um, let's talk about this. I mean, first of all, let's talk about. I think let's talk about. Ano na lang. Um, let's talk about CNN Philippines. Okay, so yes. bro. What's going on there? Um, what is your understanding of the news industry nowadays? Obviously, things are very difficult thanks to people like you and also me to a certain degree, right? Because people are now on social media. People just go on TV and smart TV and press YouTube, ganon, di ba? Uh, convincing people to go, I don't know, give, wala na rin sky cable, di ba? You know, all of those things. It's, very, it's a completely different world. Can you tell me something about it? Of course, tayo mas matatanda tayong millennials. But I think we know a thing or two about this transition phase we saw over the ten, past 10 years. Like 10 years ago, if someone said people would want political bloggers over, I don't know, established channels, you laugh at the person. Like, what do you think? You think Joe Rogan ka, di ba? No, it's, um, the, it's, 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 it's like, the changing oh. media landscape talaga. Um, yeah, Let's start with CNN Philippines, di ba? Yung, yung ano muna. Um, ang nire-report nila sa TV, they were losing 250 million pesos a year. For, uh, 250 million, tapos another 250 the previous year. So, nalulugi talaga. Ang yearly na binabayaran nila, just to use the CNN name, is mga around 100 million pesos plus per year. So, doon nang gagaling. Natumaas pa last year. Tinaas pa ng CNN International. Tinaas pa. Tinaas pa ng CNN uh, Global last year, di ba? So, so, doon, yung sa CNN Philippines, uh, nakakalungkot siya, pero kung magkakotitignan mo, sa business sense, talaga it doesn't make sense na you continue na pouring out money na ganun kalaki kung nalulugay yung business. Pero it, it shows, yung business model is kind of outdated na. Diba? Nakita natin yung challenges na yan ng mga cable companies, mga cable news networks, the rise of Netflix, the rise of streaming, the rise of uh, yung mga Amazon na uh, Amazon Prime, mga Amazon na video, So, late lang tayo. Late lang natin naramdaman dito. Pero doon na papunta eh. And uh, hindi talaga sustainable. And yung, yung free TV is found uh, little by little is hindi na sustainable. Uh, maski sa Amerika, di ba nakikita din nila yon na, na people are moving more into streaming, ano to ano. Uh, sa Pilipinas, sa free TV, tatlo, apat lang yung kayang mag-survive pag doon sa business model ng dati na Uh, siguro yung advertising budgets, malaking napupunta na sa online instead of TV commercials. So, uh, lahat ng mga factor na yun uh, went into the CNN Philippines and yun na nga, nalugi na nga. And of course, kawawa yung mga employees and ano. Pero in terms of sa dami ng mga media outlets, marami din naman, di ba? Kasi yung bawat station, meron din naman silang mga media outlets, meron din naman ano. Pero syempre, it's still sad na maraming mga mga nagtatrabaho sa CNN ang would need to find another job and kailangan maghanap ng bagong ano pagkakakitaan. Yeah, actually, so I just came from Tokyo, no? And I, I dropped by some of the, you know, my editors and big journalists there. And I was talking about Philippine situation. Pero siyempre sila, compare nila sa ibang bansa. And they were telling me, but actually, the Philippines is overall still doing well. It still has many uh, great journalists, great media channels, 
Oh uh, yes, and dun yung mga social media and all of that. But you know, in in a way, you know, parang ano eh, may, may symbiotic relationship or at least my coexistence in a certain way. And na paisip ko oh, nga, if we compare it to a lot of our neighbors, sobrang laki ng problema nila or they really, or nabili ng gobyerno lahat ng media or nabili ng oligarchs ng gobyerno. I don't want to talk about India too much, but you know what I'm saying? Like I think the Philippines is not doing too bad when you compare to other countries. And we were also talking about in the West, Los Angeles Times, Washington Post, lahat sila nahirap. Yeah. New York Times lang yung medyo okay. They are uh, surviving. Oh. Fox, uh, Vice, di ba? Lahat sila, nahirapan sila ngayon. So, siguro, parang ang point na siguro is like, I understand you're, you're being emotional about this and all of that, but you have to understand this is all around the world and the Philippines in comparison actually is not doing too bad. Parang yun yung argument niya. Now, speaking of not doing too bad, so, last week, may pinost ako, actually this week pala, may pinost ako na I, I saw some news na marirelaunch itong CNN Philippines. Marirelaunch uh, in- na, Feb 1. So, Can we talk about that, bro? Yes. Yes, na-relaunch siya to RPTV. Okay, so ang 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 storya nito, pagkakaintindi ko, uh, yung CNN Philippines was run by the uh, ALC Group, Kabangon Chua. Okay, na alam natin ay, yun na. Pero, uh, they got no, no, the... No, 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 wait, wait, wait. Alam natin. They're close to the Marcoses. Itong, itong mga Kabangon Chua, di ba? Yun naman ang ano. Hindi ko alam yan, so thank you for... Oo. Uh, Uh, they're close to the Marcoses. Uh, they got, uh, nung nawala yung franchise ng ABS-CBN, uh, Villar got Channel 2, uh, Romualdez got yung DZMM, yung Channel 23, Studio 23, went to ALC. Okay? So, ALC, yung grupo ni, ni, ni Kabangon Chua, which is DWIG, yan, which is natawag ko dyan dati, Radio DDS. city state and all that so they're the ones subsidizing itong CNN Philippines lugi na din nila kaya so ang i think ang direction nila is to just grow their their 23 channel kasi yon sarili nila CNN CNN uh, RPN9 yung original RPN9 is still 20% owned by the government, 30% owned by oh, may mga sinasabi sila na kung sino mga mga dating connected din sa pero tapos yun yung pinapatakbo na pero ang maganda lang kasi sa RPN it has a wide reach. 'Di ba? I think pangatlo pang-apat siya. GMA yung widest, TV5, baka RPN na yung susunod na widest reach sa buong Pilipinas. So yun yung yun yung ano doon. Uh, yeah, so M- Boss MTV, eh, Boss MVP, MTV, Boss MVP uh, swooped in and uh, made a deal with ALC Group para to take over yung content dito sa RPN9, which they rebranded to RPTV. Okay, so yun yung pangalan niya. Meron silang deal dyan, kung anong hatian dyan, kung paano. Pero it solves a big problem for Boss MVP. Which is kung saan ilalagay yung PBA. <laughs> Kasi yan ang, yun ang malaking I'll problema. Ito, as officially working still, you know, I'll just leave it to you. You're the expert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yun ang malaking problema. Eh. Kasi where to put the PBA? Kasi nung sumikat yung mga batang kaya po lumakas yung PB5, uh, it doesn't make sense na yung prime time mo, ibibigay mo lahat sa PBA with the 2% ratings, ah, uh, pero yung batang kaya po gets 15%. So doon ka sa batang kaya po. So nawala tuloy ng paglalagyan yung 
PBA. Sinubukan nila sa A2Z ng mga Villanueva, kaso... Good point, ah. Can you explain it again? Sorry, medyo na... So, ang problema nila ngayon is saan nila i-position yung sports na basketball? Yes. Channels ng TV5. Because TV5, essentially, MVP is coming in, di ba? MVP. Yes, MVP has the rights to the PBA. Dati, nasa PB5 yan. Ang problema, uh, nung lumalakas na yung TB5, yung mga batang kiyapo and all that, lahat ng mga shows nila, it's not... Wala uh, ng space. Wala ng space. Yeah. Diba? Kailangan mo... Kasi ang haba ng basketball, eh, you have to adjust a lot of your timing. Eh. So, ang naging... Ang nag either ilagay sa cable, sa signal, or... Pero magreklamo yung mga ordinaryong Pinoy na wala sa free TV. Paano naman kami? Tapos, hindi nila nilalagay sa YouTube. Wala din streaming. So, that's the problem with TV. Internet connection nila, to put it mildly, I don't think it's as reliable as free TV, di ba? Kailang... Uh, 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 it's uh, uh, behind the paywall. Yung Pilipinas Live. Yung PBA is behind the paywall online. So, walang free TV. Nagre-reklamo yung mga fans na walang free TV. Nilagay nila sa A2Z, maliit pa yung reach ng A2Z. So ngayong nagbukas yung RPN9 na wala yung CNN, yung yung mga ALC group, wala kaming mailagay na content. Anong pwede namin ilagay na content that would rate na hindi kami gagastos? Doon papasok yung PBA. Yes, man, talaga. I like this analysis. This is very very good analysis. So doon papasok kasi yung PBA, it has 2% ratings, which is decent. You you would get a decent amount of advertisers for that. So, RPN 9, uh, yung RPN, which is, kailangan mo yan. Yung mga shows na wala kang gagastusin, pero you would earn money from. So, yun, yun yung PBA. That's, yun yung pinakamalaking na-solve na problem nitong uh, pag-acquire pag ni uh, Boss MVP sa, sa hindi pag-acquire, pag-collab niya with RPTV. Tapos, dyan papasok yung ibang mga sports, which is, which is ano din eh, indicative din sa, sa kasi free TV is still, uh, Aside from your usual teleseries and news, ang best dyan is yung mga live sporting events. Diba? Sa Amerika, yung free TV nila, they pay a lot of for the rights. Yung mga NFL na yan, Monday Night Football. Ball, diba? uh, ball thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yun pa rin ang biggest, ano, yun pa rin ang, uh, hindi mo pwedeng maano sa online yan eh. Kasi kung ang PBA, mapapanood mo lang sa free TV, wala sa wala kang choice wala kang choice talaga kung hindi mag-tune in sa TV so it is still it is yun yung nangyayari sa changing landscape ng media uh, isa diyan is yung uh, live sporting events that's the only one na talagang maaasahan pa rin maaasahan pa rin ng uh, free TV ng mga operators to generate income for them kasi walang choice yung tao diba it's different when you watch it live as to watch it na replay sa YouTube na tapos na yung laro, alam mo na kung sino yung nanalo. So, yun yung nasolve ng problema na to. Meron ng pwedeng home UAAP. Diba? Yung volleyball, PVL, lumalakas yan. Tapos yung, I don't know kung NBA, kung feasible pa. Pero yung mga sa sporting, sa sporting yun ang magagawa. Pero sa ngayon, ang shows nila is yung mga show sa radyo ng uh, PB5, yung Radyo 5, yun ang pinapalabas sa RPTV, which is yung 4 hours of Ted Pylon, which nakakabilib, araw-araw, 4 hours of Ted Pylon sa umaga. Like what, 6am to 10am? Ano yun? Yes. Grabe. Kasi na-interview na ako, mga 7am, 9am. Mamaya na lang, 9am. Parang, wait na, parang ang laki ng ano mo. Ang haba, di ba? Ang laki ng oras na pinupuno ni Sir Ted Pylon. And yung sa wanted sa radyo ni Idol Rafi is 2.30pm to 4pm. Tapos yung Ipulaga, to sweeten the deal, 
o para lumawak yung reach ng Equalaga, nilagay na din sa RPN. Ang isang advantage ng RPTV sa mga, ano, meron silang HD channel eh. Which is, weirdly enough, wala nga yung GMA na HD eh. So yung, R, yung RP, yung CNN yeah. Philippines na HD. Yes, CBN had that, di ba? Yung HD, yung high definition. O oh, yata, o. Oh. Pero yung nga, di ba CNN, before it has HD, natuloy ng RPTV. So may HD, you can watch your Eat Bulaga, a PBA. So ngayon, yun yung apat na pillar programs ng RPTV. Uh, Tulfo, Phylon, Eat Bulaga, and uh, simulcast yun sa TV5, and um, PBA. So, na-solve yung problem ni ALC. Kung maganda stop yung bleeding ng paggastos niya, he can focus dun sa Studio 23 na sarili niya. Yung yeah. Aliu Aliu 23 na sarili niya yung channel. Interesting. What do you think is the implication of this dun sa mga, I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen with SMNI, yung Villiers, they gave up na, no? Parang wala na yung all TV, so... Oh. This is really TV5 versus GMA Network right now, di ba? Kasi ang lawak ng reach ng TV5 ngayon. Totoo, totoo. But that, that's the, another, ano, another parang surprise na pangyayari din. Ang daming teasers na lumalabas ngayon that ABS-CBN will have a black time deal with all TV. Which is, ano, malaki, malaki. Na yung, yung ngayon nangyayari na GMA TV5, baka bumalik na naman yung ABS. So tatlo-tatlo na silang naglalaban diyan. It's a good thing that Boss MVP locked in ABS-CBN for five years yung teleserye. Yung mga batang kaya po. So for another five years, we will see that. Oh. And then speaking about ano siguro, let's mention na din na ay kakabalita lang sa news ngayon si Sir Deo Endrinal ng Dreamscape. Uh, condolence to his family. Yeah, like the trending I, I was I was wondering our 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 our, our deepest condolences to uh, his family and loved ones also. Uh, ABS-CBN is hiring. Uh, uh, which is quite a good news, right? That uh, it it looks like they're they're back in the business. Uh, maybe yes. not as big as before, but it's quite a turnaround for a company who face existential threats or worse even. Uh, worse in a sense that not only the company but the human beings there were facing very horrible situation. Uh, this is also my former home, obviously. So you know, um, yeah. What what is your uh, read on that? The ABS-CBN situation. Yeah, nung nung twenty twenty nung pandemic, I I was uh one of the few na talagang nakikipag-away don sa I mean sa YouTube blogger political blogger space ah na nakikipag-away for ABS-CBN. Kasi at that time yung mga DDS grabi talaga. Shut down ABS-CBN, ano? So I I was really on the side of ABS-CBN. Pati si Tulfo rin. Pati si Tulfo, di ba? Ang dami nagalit sa si Tulfo, di ba? He also sided with ano with ABS-CBN. Pero yun nga, kasi mostly because of the employees. Kasi alam ko it would make a drastic and and ganon talaga nangyari nga. I I know of some people na who got laid off. Yung salaries nila were slashed went into depression and even diba, and yung iba unfortunately didn't make it. So nakakalungkot talaga. And I knew that would happen. So syempre may, may sense of joy din para sa mga kaibigan ko, sa mga kapamilya na naapektuhan nung shutdown nung 2020. Which is uh, horrible Duterte legacy. I mean my contention is that Duterte but yeah. Duterte ABS-CBN accelerated itong trend line of uh, you know the, the, the challenges that the mainstream media is facing in already a new information technology ecosystem. There's a question here about uh, Willie Ravilla. Ano yung magpopolitika na lang siya kasi parang boxed out siya, di ba? I mean, an an anong next move niya? Ayun nga, di ba yung PTV dapat, IBC? It didn't push through. Ang chismis, 
he was demanding or he was asking too much, ganon. Pero dating si Willie, maraming mga kaibigan, maraming natulungan ng araw, maraming mga mayayaman na kaibigan. So he will be, he will return wawa win sa online. Okay, there are talks na baka bumalik ka sa... Very big online. Yeah, parang Mr. Beast of the Philippines. <laughs> pero, ang, pero ang layo pa rin, nung nakukuha niya, nung free TV siya, di ba? Ang layo pa rin nung difference with the commercials and all that. Um, pero may mga usapan, may mga chismis na posible baka... Uh, iba GTV, yung iba, iba, ibang mga channel ang lumalabas sa usapan. So, na, nagulat din ako, natatakbo siyang politika. Uh, with lining with the Dutertes. So, oh, wow. that so, will affect them. So, definitely yung PTV and IBC is out of the question for Willie. <laughs> Kasi he chose a tie, he picked a tie, he picked to join the Dutertes uh, nandun siya sa Davao Rally. So, hindi ko talaga alam kung anong mangyayari kay Kuya Will, kung anong direction niya in the Maybe, future. Yeah. Pero, yeah, yeah. pero, ano, ano eh, marami siyang kaibigan, marami siyang natulungan. Definitely, Wawa Win will, ano eh, will, find a way to get back on air at uh, malakas malakas pa rin yung appeal niya sa sa masa so yeah we'll just have to wait and see if it's enough para makapasok siya sa Senado pero yun yung mga nangyayari sa sa landscape di ba with all tv baka maging channel to with rptv and yun di ba sa buti sa Itbulaga natapos na yung buong sitwasyon na yan so yun naman yung nangyayari sa ano saga no the Itbulaga saga Last one, let's talk yeah. about basketball. Uh, let's talk about basketball because, of course, finalized na mukhang yung coach natin. The coach that got us our first gold medal. Yun! Naalala niyo yung Vlad Yun. Mo. Excited tayo. Naka-Hilas Pilipinas. Yan. Um, May uh, kwento din ako dito sa, ano, sa SBP. Hindi coach. ko na kwento ko na sa'yo. Um, for the whole of last year and 2022, tama, uh, when I started sports vlogging, I was, again, I was bashing SBP. Diba? na nag 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 ano ko yung lahat ng mga pagkukulang ay, parang they were not listening to fans tapos yung ipipilit yung kay coach Shot Reyes and ang daming mga pagkukulang so doon nag-start yung channel ko talaga so this year okay i am crossing over to the other side hindi na ako hindi na ako nambabas ng SBP doon na ako sa side na susuporta there was a major change sa leadership sa SBP Okay? Si Al Pandilio is still president pero hindi naman kasi siya yung day-to-day. Yung day-to-day na operations ng SBP will be handled by the same uh, person that handled the World Cup preparations. Yung, yung logistics and all that. And babae. Uh, talk about women empowerment. Diba? Si Erica D. Okay? Si Erica D. Who happens to be kaklasiko ng college. Barkada ko ng college. Kaya siyempre... Uh, Ha? Ano yan? The ties that bind. Yung mga... Yes, yes. Kaklasi ko sa atin ngayon. She's a good friend. She's really nice, professional, maayos, maayos trumabaho. And uh, she's from a big political family. She doesn't need to work. Talagang love lang niya. Her love for basketball. Kasi nung college kami... What's that supposed to mean? May mayamay mga politiko. Hindi, from... from, oh, from I was just joking, joking around. Pero yun nga, she just loves basketball. And uh, tawag dito, nung college pa lang kami, she plays for Ateneo women's basketball team. Oh, so legit. Oh. She knows. Oh, oh. Nag-coach siya dyan. After, after nag-graduate, she became a lawyer. Nag-coach siya sa Ateneo din. And uh, she handled yung sports ng Ateneo. So, doon siya na-connected siguro sa MVP group. 
hanggang she was tasked of handling the World Cup. And in fairness sa World Cup, maayos, di ba? Maayos naman yung... Yes, I was happy. I was happy. Diba? Yung FIBA World Cup sa atin. So, with that success, she was handed the, the responsibility of uh, itong gilas, itong SVP, which is more than just gilas. She will handle the women's, the 3x3, basta uh, the, the youth, the under 15, under 17, the whole basketball in the country, she will be in charge na, ano, as the parang sport uh, organizing body. So, ang unang ginawa niya, ang pinaka-importante of course, is yung men's basketball team. Uh, they picked Tim Cohn after his Asian Games win. At uh, iba yung strategy na gagawin ngayon. Ang, ang, ang punakasiparate is kulang ng preparation. So, ang ginawa ni Tim Cohn, he picked 12 players and it will be the same 12 players for 4 years. So, pag kinausap kita, ang commitment kong hihingin sa'yo is 4 years hanggang Olympics 2028 sa Los Angeles which is yun yung magiging goal natin to win the Asia Cup uh, to do well sa World Cup sa 2027 and to enter yung Olympics sa 2028 so we have a four year plan we have the same group of guys which means hindi mo kailangan ng sobrang daming time to prepare dahil you have four years to prepare diba with the same players with the same ano so it this includes anim from the PBA uh, apat from B-League sa Japan na umuwi lang sila tuwing FIBA break and uh, isa from UAAP si Kevin Kiambao and uh, naturalized player. Si Justin Brownlee na who, who just got cleared by FIBA. So he can play na sa February. So, which is very good. Three months lang suspension. So. Since yung first episode natin was about healthy lifestyle, ayan. Sir, ano lang tayo? Chill lang tayo. Okay, no. He had an injury, right? So some are thinking maybe some of the painkillers or whatever that he had to deal with probably. That, yes. That, um, yun lang, yun lang naman. It's, it's not performance enhancing. Yung oh, na nakita yeah, sa kanya. Actually, clear naman eh. Or baka clear is, naman. So three months lang yung inano ng iba. Peter lang si China. Kasi both Jordan ng Philippines ang tinamaan ng random. Very yes, random, di ba? Yung both... First and second ng random test. That's very random, di ba? Yeah. So last point, Um, uh, just before flying back to the Philippines, I was looking at, of course, I'm a big fan of, you know, back in the days, Dwight Howard, you know, that, that whole era. All right, I'm super, kaya nga love na love ko yan si uh, Lebron James kasi parang he brings back the memory. Siya na yung last relic. You say, na love na love ko yung sila Messi and and, and Ronaldo Uh, in terms of nostalgia, no? Um, uh, Dwight Howard said something about uh, the height Limits, ceilings, I didn't know about. And it's because he wants to play in PBA. Diba? He's 38 years mm-hmm. old, which is not too old. Uh, I know in basketball, parang but you never know, right? And having a superstar NBA player and a two, three time defending player of the season, um, there it puts us on the map. The same way when Ronaldo went to Saudi Arabia, suddenly mm-hmm. kids are watching Saudi League. Honestly, yeah. I never thought I will watch Saudi League ahead of. Practically all leagues except Spain and UK to a certain degree because I love, of course, Manchester United and Real Madrid. Uh, what is your take on the Dwight Howard issue? Bakit hindi pwede seventh footer sa PBA? I mean, um, may height limit sa PBA kasi okay, ever since. I mean, kung, all countries have seven footers, all the competitive countries. Yun na nga, yun na nga medyo outdated na rule ng PBA. Uh, sinasabi nila to protect the PBA players para hindi mo kailangan kumalaban ng mga seven-footer. But in the end, diba, it's limiting their growth. Diba? It's limiting their growth. Kasi sa, sa global, diba, 
we would face seven footers. So sa sa sobrang outdated na yung rule na yun. Ano ba yung ASEAN, Cambodia may seven footer? Parang yun nga, yun nga. It's not even like Iran or I don't know China. It's just like even Cambodia may seven footer na kaya natalo ta. So yung PBA needs to ano eh, needs to merong malaking call for the PBA to scrap this rule. Para yun bukod sa yun nga si Dwight Howard will be a big attraction for the PBA. Nakita natin Taiwan. 'Di ba when Dwight went to Taiwan, 'di ba? Sobrang ESPN, media attention lahat nasa Taiwan. It would do the same for the PBA. Kaya kaya um and yun and yung mga naturalized players maybe explore for a way para makapasok sa PBA, yung mga naturalized players. So merong mga ganung call for the PBA to allow itong players ato kasi uh for a healthy Philippine basketball, healthy Gilas, we need a healthy PBA. We need uh, yung mga players doon matrain against the best and gumaling para umangat yung level ng basketball sa bansa. So I think uh, yun talaga, it will be the best move moving forward for the PBA to scrap this uh, height limit. Kasi ano naman, tatlong conference naman eh. They could do it for one conference lang. Tubukan nila, di ba? So kung okay naman, so ituloy-tuloy na nila. So yun naman yung ano doon, yun naman yung uh, tingin ko doon. Thank you so much, bro. Sorry, it's already Sunday. So, I'm Sabbath day, Major. I, I want to avoid working or doing anything work related on that. I think we ended on a very good note. I'm 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 cautiously optimistic, especially with our finally official no coach Natan, the coach that got us the first gold in quite some time. And, you, and thank you for pointing out Mong MVP. I'm not saying this because I work in a certain channel that happens. Um, he has a vision for basketball, he has a vision for, for the media industry. So yeah, ito yung mga good businessman. Ito yung uh, tycoons na visionary. So I'm I'm quite happy about that. So despite everything I said about conglomerates and all of that, I'm also fair. I think when good things are happening, I will I will I'll definitely give credit for credit you. Pasimo bro, pag mga ganitong episodes talaga, I'm just listening to you talaga kasi you really know this way better than me. So yung mga nagbabash sa akin na si Idara hindi yan nakikinig parating nag-interrupt. Like guys, kasi may, may mga issues na I'm very passionate. May mga issues na si Mark ay super passionate. So one of us sometimes, you know, takes the back seat and that's perfectly fine. And I'm more than happy to take the back seat and just learn from you. And thank you, thank you. Thank you, bro. I work in the media and all of that, but I learned so much from this episode. I hope you guys also appreciate this episode. And of course, basketball. I am a football guy. Everyone knows that. But as a Filipino, I love basketball. I'm so proud. We're, we're the defending champions of Asia. Yeah, I was a little bit concerned about the issue of height and all because I'll be fair. Uh, I'll be honest, you know, yan ang issue ko para sa basketball. It, it, there's a height uh, kind of uh, quotient, if I can put it that way, which you don't have in football. Uh, uh, of course, kanina lang, Iran beat Japan, but many were expecting Japan to do the otherwise. And, you know, one of one of the things we Filipinos love Japan is because, uh, practically, I think everyone in East Asia loves Japan so much, is because, you know, they're not the tallest team. They're not even the most physical team. They're so technical. They're so fast and all of that. But well, they were against also a very strong Iranian team and eventually Japan lost that game. But my point is, that's why I love football for us Filipinos because I always felt, you know, look at Japan, look at Korea. They're doing so well. They beat Germany, they beat Spain. Uh, good luck doing that in basketball. Ang layo natin sa Germany and Spain. Uh, wait, Germany ba nag-champion last year? Yes. Oh, Germany. World Cup. See, I mean, gosh, they're so good. My finals was Serbia, right? Serbia and Pero syempre, ano tayo... Wait, Slovakia ba? Slovakia si Doncic? Uh, ano, Slovakia ba siya? Teka lang. Uh, na ano, I forgot oh, ano exactly. Yung mga pangalan halo-halo eh. Oo oh, na, hindi <laughs> Serbia. Eastern European countries. Nalilito ako sa mga pangalan nila. Oh, talo Pero, na, 
We will face up against them sa Olympic qualifiers. If we want to go to this year's Olympics, we would have to go through Eastern European teams na napakahirap talunin. So, oh, uh, ang galing nila sa strategy. Like Serbia is a superpower country of like what? Wala pang population ng QC and uh, Makati yata yun ng combine. But they're super... May mga YouTube videos. I, I I suggest you guys watch Serbia, the the basketball superpower, something like that. And guess what? The same in football, bro. Ang lakas ng Croatia and Serbia. Croatia, tiny country. They made it to finals the other time. This time to semifinals. Of course, si Modric, idol natin yan. Si Doncic naman, love ko yan kasi yung kulay ng ano nila, di ba? Ganyan, Tiffany yung ano nila. <laughs> Alam na. Hey, sa akin naman din, thank you for bringing up football. Ah. Kasi uh, yung, yung Pilipinas nga natin, eh, if we are able to make it dun sa World Cup, di ba? So sa akin, kaya naman eh. Basta the right strategy, the right, ano, the right, uh, kumbaga forward-looking na vision for the program sa football, sa sa basketball. Yun. Football still has a long way to go. Kailangan munang ma-develop muna, magkaroon muna ng passion for the sports sa country, di ba? Pero yung Pilipinas, definitely, they're, they're, yung panalo nila is uh, helping a lot to uh, develop football. Lalo for girls. I think, ang dami ko nakikita na talagang very, ano, na, na inspire yung mga girls to, ano, at least, sa women's football man lang, doon man lang tayo makabawi-bawi. We are a powerhouse. Pag, at least sa Asia, pagdating sa women's football. Doon man lang mag-start. On that note, thank you very much. God bless you, bro. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed our episodes. I love the diversity of our discussion. This is what we bring to the table in Project Pilipinas. Hindi lang sports, hindi lang politika, pampamilya. Like, ano ulit yun? Hindi lang pang sports, hindi lang pang... Lahat, di ba? We try to cover it. And hopefully more in the future. We can talk about ano, food, travel, etc. Baka mamaya kailangan natin gumawa ng food vlogs dyan sa... Pwede, pwede na, oh. Sa Manila, kumain tayo, magawa ka ng video na maganda. No, I think that's naturally. Not because nakikiuso lang kami. It's because, you know, actually, politics is doing well. Pretty now. And I think it will be bigger as the... As the yeah, elections is coming here. Pero yun nga, maganda nga yung ano. Different. Yeah, because you and I... To showcase were... the great things about the Philippines. Yes, Hindi lang yung puro negative. Project Pilipinas is the Filipino food, it's the Filipino culture, it's the Filipino sports. Hindi lang yung politiko natin. Oh, sabi nung isang, magmemekos-mekos tayo. Insan, <laughs> I don't know. Magmemekos naman tayo, bro. Let's do this. Thank you very much. Good night. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Take care.